And now, from beyond our dimension, this is the Jeff Mara Podcast. Here's Jeff. My guest is Nicola Light, Reiki master, galactic shaman, intuitive healer, and soul-to-soul mentor whose near-death experience was the driving force for her to discover who she is. Nicola, thank you for joining me and welcome. Thank you so much for um, allowing me to share my story on your channel. I'm really excited to be here, so thank you for that. Well, we're excited for you to be here as well. And if you don't mind, let's start with your series of traumas and your NDE that started off your spiritual journey. It was around about uh, 2012 when an awful lot of light workers started to awaken. There was a, a massive batch of them, shall we say, and I was in that batch of light workers. Um, it, and it came about through um, some life traumas of the death of my grandmother and the loss of contact with my mother and father and massive sort of things that happened that just was sort of kept on coming which really sort of shone a light on how how unhappy I was in my life back then. Um, And I was in a long-term relationship that I really wasn't very um, happy in either. And and it was just sort of like a, you was on a bit of a rat race, sort of like a little hamster wheel and just dealing with life generally. So, um, so there was a, there was a big sort of upsurge of like questioning um that sort of came in that I was like well what's going on what's life all about um and I'm I'm sure many of your listeners would be either of going through it right now um with their searching and finding this video or it would have been that you've gone through that process and then things start to shift and change so it's as a result of these traumas that I went through that then I started getting really 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 deep into meditation and so meditation to me was this real sort of go-to um experience that I really needed to do and I was doing it at a local little spiritualist church but there's some beautiful beautiful souls there and I was really sort of drawn um with their sort of heart that was sort of there almost like mothering sort of energy about them um and it was sort of like going along sort of like once a month and I was thinking I really need to go more than once a month I thought hang on a minute what I can do it at home so I then started doing meditation at home And there was one particular summer that I was literally in the garden and I just would not stop just wanting to get out of the space of the children, out of my ex-husband, going to the bottom of the garden. And I'd sit there for a good sort of four or five hours and just literally just go deep into my meditation. And then one particular day, it was quite, um, quite a very strange event that I actually, during the meditation itself, I felt a massive great big ball of energy that sort of came up from my um, coccyx area up right at the base of my spine and I physically felt this energy just come up and I just ne- I didn't know what this energy was at all and as I sort of concentrated and went deeper into it it sort of moved up into my abdomen up up and then it sort of like expanded into my heart it was just this it was a real conscious physical ball of fire that sort of upsurged right up to here then I started doing sort of um, some research into what is that? So Kundalini found out what all that was about. Um, and then sort of like went again deeper into research, sort of like, you know, sort of going all across the um, YouTube, searching, 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 you know, sponge, sponge, sponge. At every moment I would be listening to YouTube videos and wanted to sort of find out more information. And then I sort of went in deeper and I literally sort of brought that energy up through the throat, up through and then pushed it out the top of my head. And when I did that, I experienced an awful lot of physical um, reactions with my body also. Um, And then during evenings when I used to go into meditation, when I was falling off to sleep, again, meditation was my main focus that I went in, going deeper inside of myself. I then um, started to physically shake the body, um, which was sort of, again, I was just observing what was going rather than getting too scared about the whole experience. And then uh, during one of those moments, I, I had some uh audio sort of um, voices come in 
um, with my guides coming online, really sort of coming in, deepening the connection. Um, I started getting visions come in, light codes come in, geometric shapes, um, which just all being presented almost like a projector of information just kept on flashing through from my third eye. And there was moments actually several times that I actually would open my eyes and it would be projected up on the ceiling. So it wasn't only when I actually closed my eyes and I could see it behind my closed eyelids, it would literally come up in front of me and I'd be like, okay, this is really different. I thought I was going a little bit insane and so did my family and they would question me. And notice I actually said my ex-husband, so I'm no longer with him because he just really didn't understand it. Um, And then I got into energy work. And with energy work, I then started, so the Reiki um, journey. Um, And during practicing my Reiki, my hands started to move when I was actually working with, um, with people as I was starting my practice up. And my hands started moving around a bit and I questioned, well, why is this happening then? So always questioning and pushing through to my next level, because if I knew that I could go deep and bring up all this massive energy and my breath started kicking in and I'm starting to really feel the energy moving through me, what's beyond that? So this sort of like template, this um, understanding of myself really sort of like, okay, so if I've reached this understanding, what's this? What's above this? And then what's above this? And what's above this? So this is my sort of intuitive sort of um, wants and needs to expand into what is this reality all about? Um, So from the hands starting to sign information uh my codes started coming through with my voice so um there was one particular um evening I sort of sat up after sort of being asleep for a little while in bed I sat up and started speaking this really strange language it just sort of like just came out of my mouth and luckily my ex at the time had gone on a business trip so it was quite good timing with the universe and that started come through and I was really unaware of what even light language was all about. I was like, well, I'm I was confusion beyond, you know, beyond it all. But all the time it, I kept on sort of being shown back to pivotal points of my life and um, which was what you're talking about, which was the near death experience that I experienced when I was four. And it was something that was spoken about within the family um, because I have no contact with my parents anymore um through the trauma that occurred um I can't really sort of question too much into what that was all about but from my understanding from my own perception is that I was walking at the beach um and in England you have like these sort of um little um little wooden um sort of sort of barriers and if you jump from one side to the other it might be shallow one side but the other side might be really really deep and I was unaware of that and I was just there playing with my family my sisters and I was jumping on and off of the shallow side which was really very lovely and I remember it distinctly and then I then jumped the other side now when I jumped the other side I literally just there was nothing there was absolutely nothing but then I woke up on the beach with the, surrounded by many, many people and they brought me back. So as a young uh, teenager, apparently sort of resuscitated me and brought me back. But I remember at that sort of point is that something shifted within me that I felt that I didn't belong. It was like it was like prior to that, everything sort of sat in quite nicely and I felt that I was fine with my family everything sort of sort of moved through that sort of space of oh it's my mom my dad my sisters and just a normal sort of um, relationship with them all but after that event everything started to sort of be a little bit more concerning for me I went into sort of fear of the dark um and you know and if I remember sort of walking out with my father um with um a torch and shone it up at the stars. And I used to think to myself, don't shine it up the stars, they're gonna find you. And I would be like, why am I thinking this? Why am I thinking that shining a torch up would be that someone's going to find me? So a galactic, or we would say maybe an ET or an alien, you know, this whole sort of hiding 
came into being and it was as a result of when I was about that age as I started to sort of grow up through that process. Now, if we sort of fast forward that onto my trauma and how I then started sort of really going deeper and pushing through my boundaries, the light language came in massively and I started to do self-coding and I started using that during my practice and I would question every time, well, what is this? What are you showing me? How is that working? So I sort of kept on going and pushing through, pushing through, pushing through and understanding. But th what they did, my guides did, was they started to create this beautiful foundation about being aware of my physical body, the breath work. What did that actually mean? What did that in entail? And at this sort of stage, once I started working on myself and getting downloads of information, I stopped searching. I stopped researching anything on YouTube. That just all sort of like just sort of went by the wayside. And I started to really get deep into me and finding out my answers from within myself. And we hear about that all the time, don't we? You know, your answers are all within. Um, and during this sort of process of um, all of that, I had people around me that were um, sort of like-minded people, spiritual people that really didn't understand light language. And they started to put their own fears of not understanding what light language was all about and started saying to me, you shouldn't be doing this. If you don't understand what it is, you shouldn't be expressing your light language. So I went through a little bit of a, like questioning what 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 is this all about and there was a particular moment um it was lasted for about uh, uh, 10 days where i connected with some energy that forced me into i'm not going to say the word forced me into it because i wouldn't have chosen it at the time if i um if i would have known about it and i was really very sort of very upset with the experience but what happened was, is that I had uh, an infiltration of my energy as I connected to a lady that was in um, New York and I connected with her energy doing some distant healing. I got into a little bit of ego about look what I can do, you know, a little bit of spiritual ego. Look at me. I'm so good at what I'm doing. And the universe sort of slapped me down a bit because when I connected to her energy, the energy that came through connected to my energy and I had an infiltration that came forward that tried to shut me down and um and that was a, a real big turning point of understanding darkness and light so everything that I was experiencing at the time was beautiful light fluffy bunnies fairies dragons coming in all this were like wow look at this look at this you know like dragons presenting themselves angelics coming in all these wonderful beings started coming in I was like wow this is amazing but there was this point and I see this an awful lot in people that really start to shine their light is there there's this stage where they're very susceptible to be infiltrated and what happens is, is as we sort of open up the light and we're not totally aware of who we are, we can be seen. And the if we look at it from a, a, a conspiracy, darker force sort of infiltration uh, perspective within this game of life is that I was found. And with that, then my energy was really shut down. Um, there was uh, AI infiltration that hooked into my energetic field. And then I found synchronicities to work through that process of releasing the energy from inside of myself, um, which assisted me to become a galactic shaman. Now, a shaman um, upon the earth would be somebody that would transmute negative energy through their field. They would work with somebody that has maybe an entity attachment. They would come in. This is quite, quite an old way of doing it, but this is how I began to understand the density. I connect to energy and then I would take on the energy from the person, transmute it through my, uh, my energy field, filter it through my heart. And then the person's nice and clear, but I've taken it on, but I need to clear it through myself. But it was a journey. 
And at the time, Kriev, honestly, I used to sit there and go like, why would I even choose this to be part of my journey? Why would I choose to transmute negative energy through my field? This is ridiculous. It's so much hard work. I'd sit there for like six, seven hours trying to clear my energy. But through the process of knowing how to transmute, I then sort of like, whoa, actually, this is really very good. And then at that time, then I started getting stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. And with understanding what my capabilities were to transmute negative energy through my field. And then it then started to really sort of kick in um, to heighten my understanding, downloaded information through the clearing of my shadow. And the depth of it enabled me to reach up higher into high levels of consciousness. And this is what we need to be aware of. It's not just about the light. It is also about really bringing in the, the wholeness of who we are. If we look at that we are oneness, oneness in this dualistic experience is the both the light and the dark. And until you really look at the shadow within, you're not going to reach up to higher levels of consciousness. You have to go deep, integrate, see, release the darkness that you hold, almost like ballast. And when you can let go of multidimensional aspects, um, trauma, density in your energy field, you can then invite in and download and upgrade your system to integrate more light um, aspects of yourself. And this is what I do with my work is that I um, integrate and assist people healing their multidimensional aspects. Sometimes there's an infiltration in the quantum field across all time and space. And then I assist them to integrate their multidimensional aspect so that they can then start to download that intelligence that they connect to. So it's um, been a massive journey for me from my humble beginnings of meditation at my little spiritualist church to now sort of working with um, international healers um, and also people that start to ignite their light expression and wondering what on earth am I going to do this with this to assist humanity. So my main field is, is absolutely upgrading people's systems through all time space so the quantum understanding and also um, assisting people mentoring them through into what am I doing with my hands what am I doing with um, my light kites um, and then the ripple effects then come in to assist others along that journey but always in the back of my mind is where did I go to what happened during that time when I was four that kickstart my understanding is it was I a walking, which I feel that there is an element of that, but it's also um, the questioning that drives me into understand who, who am I and what is it that I'm capable of doing as I sort of move on onwards and upwards. Thank you for sharing your experience and your journey with us, Nicola. You. you bring up a good point about possibly you're a walk-in because you did say that you didn't fit in or that something didn't seem right after your NDE. Yeah. Do, you, do you have any memories of where you went or what happened while you were unconscious? I've been tapping into that question actually um, for quite some time. And um, before the call today, um, I set aside myself just to go a little bit deeper in my meditation last night and ask that question. And what they were showing to me was that I was taken to um, a higher level of consciousness. So it's a field of energy. So what wasn't shown was that what many NDE people would find is a situation and a place in physicality. And I know that the way that I work, I work very much beyond the greater knowing, beyond the, um, the, the outer rim of this um, galaxy, this universe, this sort of multiverse. Um, and it felt and it feels like that I left the body to enable that aspect of me to rise into and then hook into and then download into this physical body more of who I am. 
And I do that also when I bring in light codes and when I esoterically anchor in high levels of consciousness. So I can be Nicola, absolutely with ego, going about my normal business. But when I step into my um, my co-creative um, healing mode, I then can bring in high levels of consciousness and anchor it down, embody it. So I call upon and then release. I call upon and I release. But all the time, I'm having an upgraded experience for my ego. The ascension process is all about the upgrading of the human. We're already the high level of consciousness, but it's to hook into the higher levels of consciousness and then anchor it down energetically into physicality. And I feel that that's what was occurring during that time as I went into my meditation last night is the showing of during that time as I sort of deepened in that it was higher levels of consciousness that I went to that then I then downloaded back into this physical vessel as I came back into the physical vessel sparking up again and so that the body doesn't die so the element of the essence of the soul came back in but it held a different template it held something very different and this is what I feel is what happens with a lot of people with NDAs is that NDE sorry is that they they come in but they come in with high levels of consciousness they know that they've got a bit of a mission they know that they need to do this this and this they start then sharing their story so this is what, um, from my perspective, is is happening. But it lay dormant as I shut it off because I ha- held fear, fear within my system. But it ignited back up again when I started doing some shadow work. And there's the ignition and right back to here is that we shut things down momentarily until we're ready to work with it. So some people might have an NDE, uh, uh, say, at at 40 but not actually speak about it until they're 50 and something might not come online until they're 50 so until we're ready to work through the process of understanding who we are and start to question it then we're not going to start to have that sense of remembrance back into the total essence of who we are and um so this is what i this is what I'm working on for myself as a healer and how I sort of guide people through from my perspective of how I work is, you know, guide people to be empowered. You know, it's not that I'm going to do it for anyone. Everybody needs to do their own inner work. Um, but um, the way I've done it is one way and everybody can sort of download their own information also. But it, it gives a greater understanding from my own journey. Do you feel that when you were on the other side, you connected with your higher self and then while you made that connection, you got an upgrade. So then when you returned, maybe that's why you felt completely different. Yes. I feel that there was a, a, a big soul to soul connection that came through, whether it was higher self or over soul. You know, I putting labels on things um, is not something that I overly do. But if we want to sort of say from a mind perspective, yes, the, the connection to a higher level of consciousness came in that um, upgraded the essence of the soul to come back in. Um, I don't feel that I was a walk-in, which would be a, a completely different soul, but it felt like an essence of walk-in, an essence of... Um, something far beyond my uh, understanding at the time of what actually did happen. Um, But the more that I go deeper into myself, it always links me back to that moment of, ah, there it is, there it is. Um, But it's, um, it's a beautiful experience in itself, regardless of that or not, um, that the more that you can really open up you and expand into more that you are you know you can start downloading information and that's a beautiful thing for anyone to experience i think a lot of people feel like they don't fit in or don't belong here why is that i can um i'm just feeling that i've got some um light codes coming in so i can sort of bring that in 
And what happens is if I bring light codes in, there's an interpretation that I'll be able to bring in for you. And so um, I might start sort of <laughs> being a little bit sort of uh, tweaky in my energy as a sort of release any um, anything from my field. Okay, Emma, yeah, thank you. So macchiato da bissima coscia, macchiato da bassima coscia, macchiata. Is there a different way of rephrasing that question, please? I think that a lot of people make the statement or feel that they just don't belong here or they don't fit in with society. Okay. The light that is within inside of yourself is the light that you truly are. And anything that is not that of the light is a distorted version of yourself. So the illusion that you are living in is not resonant of the light that you are. Okay. So the light that you are is where you want to be. It's like, I, this is where I'm at. I can manifest in an instant. This is where I'm at. In this reality, this is not how it is. So the feeling of, the distortion by being very sensitive souls then is what we're tapping into so it's not that we don't belong it's our perception that we don't believe that we belong so until you switch your perception of the reality you're not going to feel at home here okay Thank you. So as we move through our healing journey, we enable ourselves to see the greater aspects of ourselves and therefore with the ignition of light within is then you start to project outwardly and you shift your reality outwardly so that you do become more feeling at home here on earth. But it's the embodiment of the soul in the physical body that's the, the key point. It, I went through a massive stage, Jeff, of really feeling I wanted out, um, uh, definitely through my trauma in the very beginning, suicidal, massively suicidal. Um, and... Through that sort of trauma, I, you know, I, I was sort of seeking, searching, searching, searching. That was the very beginning of my stage. And many, many people that I work with have that sense of, I need out. I want to get out of here. It doesn't resonate. I don't like it. I don't feel at home here. And it's because we see the reality, which is the illusionary field. We're not seeing reality of heaven on earth, which is actually the original template is what we came in to experience. We came into experience with an original template of being. And with that original template of being, we're going to be this, we're going to be that, this, this, and this. But what happens is, is that we come into our families and then there's the DNA structure, the ancestral lines, past lives to deal with, all of this junk in your trunk that you've got to deal with, karmic loops, all of this stuff. You've got to sort through all of that in your incarnation before you actually get to see the truth of who you are but during that process, during that process, that is where you've got to actually unpack and unpick with your discernment of what is right and what isn't right for you. Where is your truth? Where's your perception of the reality? But as you rise in your vibration, you start to then download the information that then presents this fabulous place to be. Not the distorted field. You start then being a co-creator of your reality, not a victim or something that you're sort of like a, a belief system's been forced upon you and a programming of your mindset. So we've got to really have faith in that. We're here for a reason and we're here to change this world as lightworkers starseeds. You've got to work through your shadow. You've got to see what this reality is all about by seeing the depth of you to see the heights of you. So not feeling quite here and wanting to be here, yes, absolutely, I experienced it myself. Um, but the more that you can really tap into the energy of the release of what no longer serves you, the distortion, the illusion that you think that you are, which is not of 
light, then when you do your own inner healing and you go through that process, no matter how you do it, you've got to find your own way of doing it, is that then you start to then feel that you can settle within the system and then start to cre be the creator of your reality, which is extremely powerful and very, very blissful and peaceful and joyful to experience. If we go back earlier, you mentioned that you came down with a batch of people in 2012. What do you mean by that? So we have upgraded. Um, so we have um, like star family members, uh, souls that come in as a batch, uh, a job lot of souls coming all in. And these um, batches awaken at certain key points during planetary evolutions of the, uh, of the universe. So when a planetary alignment comes in, we get a wave of light workers and starseeds come online. And these sort of souls um, could have a, a sense of union with yourself. Um, but they're also sort of like they've chosen to awaken at these pivotal points on their journey. So we had these nodes along our linear timeline that we, okay, we're going to experience offloading all of the experience of all our karmic stuff. We're going to deconstruct our life here. We're going to have this traumatic experience here. There's a key node here. And then with this, then there's this. So a life plan, you could say, or a template, the way I call it. And then at these key points is this is where I'm going to ignite in 2012 unbeknown to Nicola, little Nicola, and all the other light workers that woke up during that time, the ignition of that light sparks. And that's where we get a wave of souls starting to understand themselves or understand that they're not happy in this reality. And then you get this sort of mass awakening that's starting to come in now because of the synchronicities of the universe bringing all of these bombardments of energy that's coming in, um, which many of your listeners would understand. You know, there's this sort of the planets are coming in to assist us as we connect to our celestial um, sense of oneness, that level of consciousness. And then we ignite that light with inside of ourselves. But then what happens is, is along the journey, as you start to discover yourself, is you start to then link up with all these souls that ignite your star family members. So you start to let go of old relationships, old friends that really don't resonate anymore because you've got to let go of those so that you can bring in your star families. And this is what's happening mega early um, at the moment is the connection to other star seed workers light workers however you want to sort of label yourself to be is that we start to want to connect to create communities and this is so important for the soul's journey because you can then see different perspectives as you connect with all of these different people because we can only see our own journey through our own senses but as soon as you start then to see and listen to someone else or you start doing some work with a group of people you start seeing everything from all different angles and then that gives you um, a, a union of hearts. It's more of a collective field of consciousness as we connect to others around us. And then you can then start bringing in your telepathic responses. You can start bringing in the heartfelt resonance and, and all of those beautiful sort of um, um, understandings when you sort of like really truly get your um, soul group together. So it's it's a it's a there's a yearning for that as well that comes in um, that if you you know again like that last question you said about not feeling you're fitting in is because you're not fitting in you're not with your your soul family and um, and the synchronicities of the universe will bring those people in but you've got to let go of the old it's a it's a, like a an exchange system you've got to let go of this so you can bring this in. You've got to let go of your darkness to bring in your light. Do you, there's only so much room. <laughs> you know, there's only so much room. Do you feel that you created this template that you speak of pre-birth? Yes. Yes. Very interesting question, that, because different people will have different um, perspectives on it. 
um it is a sort of like a it's beyond my greater knowing as my guys would say beyond my greater knowing to the finer details of it all but through my work and my understanding through experience it definitely is that that everything that is presented is presented for a reason for me to achieve something along my linear timeline of what is it that I need to experience. So if you've got almost like this sense of a contract, is that from here to here, Nicola plays this part, she's completed that phase, then you bring in a new, and then there's an option for an in and an out. And I've had these options actually given to me many a time, probably about three times, I say many, but three is many, if you kind of, but I've had my um, high self come through and say, um, do you want your out or do you want to continue with your journey? So a presentation of uh, my very first one that they actually uh, said, do you want to, you know, do you want to continue with, um, you know, you've, you've, you've reached your full potential in this um, quota. Do you want to continue? Oh, let me think about that. Yes, let's do it. Why would I not? I always had an understanding, Jeff, that I was going to die when I was way over 100 because the infant journey, I really didn't resonate with very much. I'd rather sort of like cram everything, all these life lessons in, in this individual vessel. So um, so um, whether the vessel would be sort of used in a walk-in or not, my soul's evolution decided to stay and to evolve into the next step of the game, next evolutionary step, but all presented by me, all presented by me for me, from a higher level of understanding as I play the echo of the game. All these light workers got turned on or switched on in 2012. What is going on with the planet that we're in need of all these light workers? <laughs> There was a hijack within the system, the hijack of the system that created a devolution, a de-evolving of humanity. The original template of being that is actually here, is actually here on the planet, has always been here. But what they show me is like an overlay, which is a distorted field. Like a, if you could imagine two templates of a matrix system, if you're tapping into the original template of being and you're tapping into that beautiful energy, then that's what you're the reality that you're going to experience. If you're in the hijack system, which is the overlay of energy, which resonates at a lower frequency, then you're going to tap into that energy. It's like a radio wave. So radio one, radio two. What one are you going to tap into depends on your frequency. So the universe um, uh, had, you know, we could say volunteers come in, if say Dolores Cannon would sort of bring in that sort of scenario and everybody has a different perspective of a truth behind it. From my own understanding of it is that, yes, there was a call to assist humanity through the process of raising the vibration of the earth. And this is what really drives me into assisting the light workers community to assist them to raise in their vibration so that they can hold as a conduit, a vessel upon the earth to anchor in to the matrix, the original template. So we're shifting it. So many of us are doing grid work. So I'm in Avebury at the moment, near Stonehenge, where I've been doing some grid work to assist the trees as conduits to anchor more light. But what we do is that we, we, we have a clearer vessel so that we can bring that level of consciousness into the collective. Now, if we've got a collective um, unit of souls that are believing the mainstream media and all of that beautiful stuff that goes on the, the hijack system, shall we say, then the collective then creates, and the collective energy is very, very powerful. But if we can, as light workers that hold more frequency, come in and anchor our light at a heightened frequency, 
that it's more potent, more amplified than the collective of many. So it doesn't take many light workers, especially when we come together in union. So we come together in union, you amplify your hearts, then you then amplify into the energetic field to then create a collective hive mind of hearts into and then push that energy out into the grid so that others can pick up on it. So if we are reaching up to high levels of consciousness as we're pushing through the greater knowing through the vow, we anchor that down. So there's a certain amount of light workers that would do that type of work that are really forward thinking, that are really sort of high vibrational. And that what we do is we tap into those heightened uh, levels of consciousness to draw it in into our physicality, anchor it down through the body, so it then then sits to be available for others to pick up on. Then you've got other light workers that might be running at a lower frequency, but they tend to push. So they like at this, this sort of push and pull upgrading of the collective energy. And so no, neither one is any hierarchy. You know, somebody that's pushing through into high levels of consciousness, that's their role that they chose to do. Somebody pushing holding supporting holding energy that's the role you know if you've got somebody making candles beautiful somebody doing massage wonderful somebody linking into high levels of consciousness downloading light codes wonderful no hierarchy with any or any of it but it's to find out why you came here in the first place which is the doing to assist that is the call to assist the rise of the vibration of the planet and to deconstruct out of linking into the distorted field. Are you saying that this realm that we live in is mm -hmm. a simulated realm and it used to be an amazing, beautiful place, but it got hijacked into yeah. this distorted reality? Yeah. Who did the hijacking? Mm, beautiful question. Um, mm, let me see if we can get some information for higher levels of intelligence to come forward for that, because Nicola's perception of it could be a little bit distorted because of maybe listening to what other people's truths are within it. Okay, that. Just give me one second, please. Just getting some downloaded information. So the distorted field of energy. Has come from the intention of souls to descend into darkness. So the fault of it, the perceived fault of, was it the Anunnaki? Was it the Dracos? Was it this? Was it them? Them, them, or it could be them. It was many. There was many that created the experience of the deconstruction of the light for the experience of darkness. So it wasn't, it wasn't a fact of that it was a thing that was bad. It just happened. And they're using the word as an experiment to actually see what does it feel like to hold such density. So the de-evolving of the light, what does it feel like to hold such density? What is the experience? Because here we, we hold emotional states. And the sense of duality of good and bad comes into play. And so the experience of that question then is that, was it a bad thing that that happened? If you're in the thick of it and you're going through a really low ebb and a real big sticky patch of trauma, it's not easy to hold. But the expansion of the soul's journey is to experience that and that's you know i'm not belittling people's trauma you know i've been through a fair amount myself 
But when you're in it and you're at such a low density, then you would perceive it to be a bad um, occurrence of the world, okay? But the ascension is all about the rise back into the light. But to raise back into the light, you have to have been the darkness. And I think this is what we, we need to be aware of, which is the shadow work, which that I spoke about in the beginning, is that we can focus on the light and want to be lighty, lighty, light, light. But do we actually truly understand the depths of our darkness, of who once we were, and what part did we play upon the planet for the deconstruction to then create this hijacked system? So it's it comes from massively sort of like it's a real sort of like answer that can come in that really doesn't give us um, a clear answer because there are many, many truths within it. So yes, there was the Anunnaki. Yes, there's all of this system that goes in from outer influences, infiltration of light. But in this dualistic experience of physicality, that's the game that is being played here. Well, if we move in into the evolution of the soul, the ascension of the soul back into unity, back into the light, then the deconstruction phase is, has been played. So the more that we focus upon the light, the more than then that is what we then create because we're creating for our own reality. The more we focus on the darkness, then we're going to create that as a... Um, uh, a perpetuating cycle of of consciousness that's held within the collective but the collective has to transcend it as a whole unit but we can infiltrate that with our light rather than infiltrating with darkness we infiltrate with light so yes there there was a hijack system from many many sources across a multitude of galaxies that played their part and they played it well so do you feel that the collective has experienced everything that there needs to be felt in the darkness and now they're trying to change it back? Yeah, we're coming back into the golden age. It's already happened. We're just playing out the echo. We're just playing out the echo. We know that within the quantum field, everything is in the now. And so if we then adjust our vibration we can tap into a high timeline of probability across the time continuum so the more we can go deeper into ourselves to reach the higher levels of consciousness download more that you are reclaim any soul fragmentation upgrade with your multi-dimensional aspect integration you become a sovereign being of light and there is the real beautiful nugget there's a beautiful nugget of it all, is that you remember who you are. You start to reclaim back all of maybe the past lives, your ancestral lines, your multidimensionality. You start to have an understanding of who you are. That's sovereignty. And when you step into sovereignty and you really own that, then you are then a master creator of your reality. And that's where you transcend all of the collective energy so that actually the past experience is the past experience, but we are going moving into the new, which is the rise of the planet, rise of the planet into the universe, the multiverse. So the whole, it's not only just Gaia and the people upon it, it's the whole universe is expanding. So this is why we get the galactic alliances to assist because we need to evolve, they evolve. So it's a it's a it's a beautiful unison of I I do some work with you, there's an exchange of energy that comes back, and then there's the upsurge. So it's this beautiful perpetuating cycle spiraling up as we unify deconstruction, we're pulling apart with separation, 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 lowers, lowers, lowers the vibration. So the ascension of the planet, the ascension of the whole universe is the upsurge, which is what's happening in this now moment.
When you are speaking the light language, mm -hmm. would you consider that to be that you are channeling a being? Very interesting. There are many different perspectives on channeling of a being, okay? If you look at it from a pure channel state, it might be that you're actually pure channeling something that you perceive is outside of yourself. As you evolve through the process of channeling, you start to then be a co-creator where you bring in a unison of your multidimensional aspect. So you're channeling yourself as an aspect that is Arcturian, Palladian, Mantis, Syrian, however you want to sort of put a label on the level of beingness or level of consciousness. So we could tap into Christ consciousness. We can tap into anything. It's like a massive, great big library of anything that we want to download. But we're not going to retain it in our energetic field because we're a pure channel. So the pure channel is that energy that flows through us. If you're then plugging in, getting the data come in, you can then either release the density within yourself or you can gather more intelligence from the universe about what is this reality is all about. So it's it's multifaceted here, Jeff, because because you're because you and we've got to use our discernment of, of what we're tapping into when we're the beginning of our journey. The, the, the main thing that I um, um, focus on when I'm working with people and on my YouTube channel is that I speak about being empowered and seeing that it is you that you're tapping into because you are everything. I am you. You are me. And so when you have that sort of mindset and that understanding, that faith of that, that when you place your intentions to connect with that of the light and the highest frequency of that, that's what you're going to receive. So what pure channels through me is what is relevant for the person that it's presented to. So I don't make a decision on where I channel it from. I don't say I want an Arcturian here, I want this here. I don't bring, I don't put any intention about where is it coming from because that's separation. I am a conduit to receive what is needed in this now moment for the coast to come forward for the greater good for the individual that I'm working with to present them with some codes that they then would be empowered to use to upgrade their system, their choice. Yes, no. Does it resonate? No, that transmission doesn't resonate because it wasn't for you. But if you're working one-to-one, -one, I, ne I never, never, I used to in the beginning, never call upon any being that I perceive outside of myself because I am those beings. What's the difference between light language and light codes? Ah, so light language and light codes are the same but different, okay? The expression of light that flows through you is a different way of communication. It's an expression of light from what's not a learnt linear language, so English, French, German. It's a learnt language of subjects, so um, hands, face, hair. We, we label things in separation. Light language is the pure light expression from higher levels of consciousness. So it, it, it pushes past the mind. Like codes and like language, which is the expression, um, and the codes that come forward are the codex that is held within the language. So a word or the language itself. So language expression. So it might be through the hands. It might be through the eyes. You might do some funny movement on the face. It might be coding with the hands, writing with codes. So I call them fire codes. It might be a body movement. It might be art. It might be singing and toning. That holds a frequency. And the frequency of light would be resonant to the person that wants to receive the codes. You have a giver of codes and a receiver of codes. So when you give the codes, you're not only healing um, or assisting others, but you're also healing yourself because the codes are being expressed through you. 
So like language is the expression and the codes themselves are the complexity of the coding to clear energy, to bring in information, to activate. So the codes can be sort of like from different um, levels of understanding of what are they doing. So you can be clearing codes, activation codes and information codes that you can translate into um, an understanding which you bring up from the subconscious. So we're starting to remember. So the codes will enable you to start to remember what you forgot, um, what this reality is all about. What is the best way for someone to discover why they came here? Ooh, like that question. It's a fulfillment of the soul's journey that ignites the soul into the light. A sense of completion from inside of yourself. A spark of inspiration. It holds a sense of gu um, guidance in the heart that allows the mind to transcend thought. So anything that we bring forward with that, what is my mission? It's the doing part of human beingness. We're doing what we came here to do by purely just being here. But it'd be, you know, we want to do some stuff, don't we, as we come here. So the mission comes in, which is the doing, the human doingness of it, which is the mission, which is about the fun part. So the more that we can understand that we are human being first, then the mission will then start to come online and be more apparent. You get many people that would ask, well, why am I here? Why am I here? You're already here. You're doing what you're supposed to be. If you want to upgrade that into a doingness, fabulous, do your mission. But the main understanding of it is that we're a light worker or a starseed in this system is that you're able to hold more light than those that aren't. So you may get some light workers that come in that don't awaken and they choose to assist the light workers to awaken by creating trauma for them. Now, my ex actually was a light worker and there was many times that I actually heard him during his sleep speaking light codes. But he chose not to experience the experience of becoming a, a light worker. He ex he wanted to experience the density, so he came here for that reason, and he had many chances. Well, I wanted to assist him, but he chose not to because it wasn't in his template. There may be a time within his template that he may rise. So everybody will switch on when they need to. And the only journey that you should be concerned about is your own journey. We may want our friends and family to rise, but if they're not ready because they haven't gone through their nodes of experience within their linear timeline, you, 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 it's, you, you can't, you're going against their free will, you're going against their template. So what we can do is that we can gain access to the high self and maybe balance their energy, but you cannot change their template. That's going against the universal laws. But if somebody gives their permission for you to work with their energy field, then you can then go in and assist them. But it has to be where that person says enough is enough. I want to rise. I want to heal through this process. And that's where we can come in and assist. And then when that happens, then their mission will come online for them because they they understand their beingness and then their doing will come after. How would a person discover that they're a starseed? Do you know what, actually? It was really very beautiful that I didn't even know what a starseed was all those years ago. Um, my daughter um, is a beautiful soul. She's a starseed. And you usually find that they're within the family unit. You know, we are, we do sort of like, you know, sort of choose those souls back in again. You know, if there's a karmic loop come in, 
Um, but for yourself to understand that if you're a light seed or not, um, a, a star seed or not, is that there is a deep knowing. There's a deep knowing when you are ready to know. So there may be little breadcrumbs that are presented to you. And I remember doing some research with my daughter. So she's on the autistic spectrum. She has personality disorders. And I was researching like Billio, trying to find out, how can I help you? How can I help you? Nurturing mother, nurturing mother. And I came across this sort of, you know, it was presented, was about starseeds. I'm like, oh, my God, you're a starseed. Look, look, you're a starseed. So I would say one thing is that when you recognize somebody else it's, then there is a reflection in it. And I didn't take it on board that I could actually be a starseed also, but I saw it in my daughter and in my son, but I didn't actually put one and one together to make two. I put it together to make one. I just saw it in her. So if people would question, am I a starseed? If you're even asking the question, I would say yes. It wouldn't be presented otherwise for you to ha even have it in your awareness. Nicola, after watching this podcast, people may want to either find out more about you or reach out and ask you questions. What's mm -hmm. the best way to do that? So I have um, a, a YouTube channel called Nicola Light. So you can access my content on there. There's many videos on there throughout the years. And um can see the evolution of my journey um through that those times so then there's light language um, transmission so if you just want to just have a little look on there it's a really good place to start and then i have a a, a website called nicolalight.com so nice and easy to follow um and then you can have a look on my website um all the descriptions below on my um, youtube channel link up to uh, a Udemy course, which um, is about activation and uh, light codes um, to uh, to help and assist you understanding. So I have a course on there. There's a link, a referral link on, on my description below that. But then if you want to work one-to-one, -one, then then you can then sort of like, um, sort of connect with me um, on a mentoring session or a healing session. So you can book that through my website on a scheduling system. Um, or, you know, just ping me a message over on my um, on my uh, YouTube and then I can connect with you that way. Uh, I also have a Patreon and a membership on my YouTube that gives you greater access to more sort of personal messages and extra video content to sort of get to know me a little bit more. And we sort of gather and we'll do, um, you know, we do some calls um on there as well. So there's sort of several little ways. I also have a Facebook page as well which again is Nicola Light. So you can sort of um, connect with me in all of those types of mediums. Before we finish up, can you leave us with one last positive message? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay, let's just tap in. I'll bring some light codes in and then I'll translate it for you all. Yeah. So Uncle Subaki is Suba Lao Sukchunt Urbakaisia and Bakusha Ai Suisi and Galawesanki Yetada Asia. Elamo Subaki Anto Ufa Osimokoshumakiatam. Is when you start to ignite the light within, you'll start to see the light without. So the transcendence of the darkness of your trauma comes from the ignition from within. And like myself, it was the journey of that inward reflection, whether it's contemplation, whether it's walking in nature, connecting with the elements, or whether it's in meditation or breath work, find a way that you find your own inner light. And from that ignition of light within, then you start to change your outer world with the creation where the universe starts to bring in all the synchronicities to align for you rather than aligning all the resonance or the mirroring of all that density that may be within your field so if you're like a projector start igniting the light from within then the universe will be able to present to you everything that you are desiring because ultimately you are a creator being so just focus going within. That's the main message. 
but it's it's to keep things really simple try not to overcomplicate things you know go into breath work things like that um meditation just keep it nice and steady at first and you will evolve if i can do it from a suicidal perspective through major trauma in my life then everyone can do it it's whether you believe it or not so have faith nicola thank you for that message and thank you for being my guest it's my pleasure and thank you thank you everybody for listening thanks for watching the jeff mara podcast I really appreciate you. Another way to show support is through YouTube memberships. And if you do, there are loyalty badges and other perks depending on your level of membership. All you need to do is click the join button underneath the video to find out more. Thank you for your support.